Hey there, cats and kittens. Welcome to Bold Nights Out, the premier podcast about things to do in and around Pittsburgh. Get the scoop on where to eat, drink, and get seen. Stay tuned. All right, cats and kittens. We are back after another hiatus. Somebody had to start a job and... I had to do a lot of work. Sorry, we're getting adjusted. Sorry if there's some weird noises. Okay, we're good. I think we're good. Are we good? We're good. Are we good? I'm good. Oh my God, can you hear us? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Anyways, hi. How's everybody? We're doing good. How about you? We? It's just us in the room. It's just us and the kitty floating around somewhere. Yeah, so welcome to Pulled Nights Out. If this is your first time joining us. We are your one podcast in the city to know where to eat, drink, and be seen in and around the city of Pittsburgh. That is us. Um, as a reminder, always the third segment of the show is not safe for work, so please head put on your headphones. Headphone that up, shut your office door, send the kids in the other room. Yes. So, um, we're going to start off this podcast on a solemn note. We usually talk about, like, we're going to get to what are you drinking and where to eat this week and our usual rickamorah. But, um, we're recording this on Monday night and literally a few hours ago, our good friends at the River's Edge, um, where we broadcast this show, um, suffered a loss and that Melville Studios caught fire, where the radio station is typically um, broadcast from. We are still going to record. You are still going to be able to hear us. Um, I will still be sending the file to them. Uh, if we go back on the air with them, wonderful. I hope this isn't the end. And I know that I don't think it's the end. Um, we will rebuild, <laughs> so on and so forth, because it's a great community. It's a great thing that we have um, with everybody on there, uh, Mike and all of them, like Brian and Sarah and everybody. We've grown to be this great little community, and um, we've worked together for so long now that I don't imagine that this is the end i don't imagine this um, is the end i just imagine it being a little bit of maybe of a, a speed bump a, a hiatus a speed, speed bump. bump um but you will be able to still hear us on sorgatron media correct um you will still be able to hear us on our own website boldpgh.com um this is just going to be another a, a different way to go. You we, won't be able to hear us at 10 a.m. on Wednesdays like normal. We, we are just very happy that the young ladies that were inside the studios getting ready to record their podcast um, made, were, it, out made it out. They, they heard, they heard that some noises. Mike and, and them were about to go in. Mike and, and uh, Alexis? Yeah. Alex. Alex. Mike and Alex were about, were, to, go were about to go in and in. they saw the fire. And they saw so. everything. Uh, everybody made it out okay. We actually don't know anything Thing of damage wise to other the than building. what the news is telling other us what the news is telling us and we haven't talked with Brian um, who is the head of the River's Edge um, so hopefully by the time you hear this we're still going to hopefully get up on Sorgatron Media and on our website within the next day or two um, hopefully 
by then we're going to have some answers. This may even go up on our website tomorrow. Um, right. And I'll hopefully get it over to Sorgatron a little early. So hopefully we'll get some more answers and we'll keep everybody in the know about what's um, what the future is. Uh, we are definitely not going off the air at all, though. Um, if we, Like I said, you'll still be able to hear us. We're still here for you. Um, we're just hoping that our, our studio life is not at a halt or a hiatus. So we'll let you know as soon as we hear. And for our friends at the River's Edge who are listening, if you need anything, even just to come over and record and borrow equipment, we have it here um, and so on and so forth. So we have a mic and we have a computer. That's And with Facebook Live and everything, I mean, yeah. we should be doing some Facebook Live, but do you really want to see the inside of our house and me sitting here in a cutoff? Not really. Yeah, me in a tank top and shorts. Yeah, so anyways, um, so... Anyway, so that's a solemn note. We're very sorry. We're very sad. Um, very upsetting news tonight. Uh, on you, that note. Did you dub this get at? Yeah. It was. I was very frustrated this afternoon when I was writing the notes. Um, it's a weird time to be in the city. Okay, so we just came off of Arts Fest. We just came off of Pride. So literally, this is like the lull. This before another regatta. St- another storm. No, well, no, the lull before regatta. Like regatta is the next big thing happening in the city. It is. So uh, I'm very frustrated today because, and you'll see when we get to like what to do this weekend. There's not that much going on. Um, the cultural trust is on hiatus because all the shows are done. The CLO is still in town. Um, the CLO is all summer long. CLO is summer long. But everything for, like, the Benenum and stuff isn't happening right now. Um, Pittsburgh Public Theater is in their last show for their season. They have one show over the summer, um, and hey. that's it. They won't be back till next fall. Yeah, they won't be back till what, October. Yeah. So we have, a, we have a little bit of a, like, what's going on in the city? Like, there's nothing going well, on. So this is the time to get out. Go see a movie, go to dinner, go to a brewery, go go do some other stuff than your typical, like, go to the theater, things like that. It's more like, um, it's time to go have lunch and go to a brewery, have dinner out, experience something new you haven't. Well, but the, there's still all that stuff to do. Okay, so it's rainy. What are you going to do? You're going to go to and, uh, the Andy Warhol Museum. You're going to go to the History Museum. You're going to go to, you know, the Carnegie Museum because the kids are home. The Children's Museum. This is that time to do all those things because the kids are home and it's raining. Um, sunny days, Kennywood, Sandcastle, swimming pools. I mean, they're all still here. So, Idlewild, the zoo. Oh my god, have the zoo. Please go to the zoo. They have right now uh, four new babies. Four new babies and a turtle exhibit. They have two new expansion wings that opened in the last year, one of which just opened last month, the jungle exhibit. And uh, uh, go to the zoo. I went out to the zoo last week. Right? You did. You went the to go see the baby elephant. Oh my gosh, it was packed. We couldn't get the, like, go-kart to go to the elephant house. So, also, um, 
I know a young lady that um, wrote an article uh, and a piece for Visit Pittsburgh that also says, when you have that random Wednesday off. <laughs> that was me. I wrote it. <laughs> when you have that random Wednesday off, here's things you can go check out. Uh-huh. So you can see that piece on Visit So Pittsburgh, you can check that out. That's Amanda. And go kayaking. Oh, we have a wonderful piece up on our site right now about all this stuff going on the aviary. So Amanda got to get uh, our good... Our co-editor-in-chief, Amanda Cooney, got to go to the aviary. So that is something, like, this is the time. Go to the aviary. Go to Children's Museum. Go to the parks. Go to, like, the Strip District on a Tuesday afternoon and walk around. This is the time to do those things because school's out, but yet people are still at work. You can go do these things in, like, History Museum, the zoo, If you don't have the option... Like Amanda and I do have the option to have a, a weekday off, and ours hers is solid. Mine rotates, but we have a weekday off. And when you go to the strip on a Wednesday, it is so much better than going on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. Well, you and, and if you have a weekday off. You can get to the bank, the post office, the grocery store, you know stuff like that. Your normal daily stuff, and there's no, it's not mopped. But right. then when you have that time to go out. To go sit on a patio at a restaurant downtown and you're one of 40 people there, you know, and that's if you went during lunch hour, you know, uh, you go at 2 o'clock in the afternoon to sit on an outside patio at a restaurant at Poros downtown. You're the only one on that patio, um, you know, on a Wednesday or Tuesday or Thursday for that matter. At 2 o'clock. Yeah, yeah. At 2 o'clock. You're, you're going to get one. that whole restaurant to yourself. Yeah. Um, I mean, go kayaking, go float down the river. I mean, they're not that expensive. Anyway. Oh, there's a new one in Melville, nonetheless. Oh too, yeah, there's that's a new got one in Melville. paddle. It's called um, it's got kayaks, but they're with paddles. Yes. So you don't need to do your arms and the it, oars. They also have stand up paddle boards that are have um, have propellers on them, right, right, so right. that you can like pump your feet like you're doing a stairmaster, and they go. So totally looking forward to trying that. I am so, they're like on my list of things to try next month for a full, bold exclusive um, at that at that place. Oh, it looks so cool. Anyways, um, so this is that time to go do that. Anyways, so what are we drinking tonight? Which you totally poured the second one, and I haven't even tried it yet. So what are we drinking we're, while I take my sip? We're drinking... Uh, oh, it's stouts in summertime. What are you doing to me? Well, it's because it's the end of the stout. It's it's the end of the stouts. I, I should put it in the basement and wait for next year and let it age, but I like drinking it now because I don't care. Uh, this is from Full Pint Brewing uh, out of North for Sales. We're drinking the Rye Rebellion. Okay. It's an imperial stout aged in rye whiskey barrels. I like it, but it... During the winter. Yeah, right? I can't do this in the See, summer. I, that's cool. So here's... That's cool. You're like, that's nice. Just more yeah, yeah. for me. So Western PA has a rebellious past regarding whiskey, especially rye whiskey. In honor of the uh, brave men uh, who stood up for the tax collector, we have created the Rye Rebellion, an imperial stout brewed with four different types of rye aged in rye whiskey barrels. Now, uh... This beer does have uh, pills, uh, crystal, aromatic, roasted rye, crystal rye, flaked rye, and chocolate rye for your malts. Columbus and Tedal and Tedal and sorry, I can't pronounce Tetnang hops. We're looking at fifty-five 
uh, 55 IBUs, uh, and it's 11% ABV, so it gets you to where you need to be. Um, <laughs> you mean nice and toasty? Yeah, nice and warm. And, you know, it's 70 degrees out in our living room while we're recording. Yeah, you know what? Like, I can't. See, it's a winter beer. It is, it is a winter beer, but we're at the end. The, we're at the very tail end of stout season right now. Um, so this is a leftover. Says me who has yeah. the tangerine beer in the fridge. Right, exactly. I picked this up uh, tonight. Um, Whole Foods. Whole Foods in uh, South Hills. Which, how scandalous was that takeover this week? Oh, yeah. Scandalous. So, all of a sudden, we're not going to have Whole Foods anymore. Uh, that's bought by Amazon now. Well, it, 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 they're, they're going to be business they're smart. Negotiations, they're negotiations. Yeah. They're going to be business smart. They're not going to change the business model of something yeah. that's worked for years. But, of course, we all know that Whole Foods was in trouble recently. Yeah, a little bit. Um, with sales being down and things like that. But you know what? It's whole paycheck. It's not hey, for everybody. We, I will tell you that much right now. That store is not for everybody. No. Oh, by the way, what's the cheapest thing in Whole Foods? The, the beer. beer. This, this, I picked up this four pack of the Rye Rebellion for $9.99 tonight. Um, I know this same four pack is at local bottle shops or was at local bottle shops and still is for $12.99 and $13.99. Um, and so forth. So they are very, very inexpensive and cheap on their beer selection and their tap selection. The one in South Hills and one in Wexford is ridiculous. When I mean ridiculous, as in really good selection. And all their beers are between four and six dollars, and their growlers are no more than you get twenty five, twenty eight dollar fill mm. for some of the higher end beers. Um, yeah, uh, that's the best thing. I can really say about Whole Foods, their beer selection is awesome. I love a lot of the food that we can pick up there and cook at home. But again, we can't afford to eat from there every day of the week. Like, at all. I, yeah, I mean, I'm addicted to their one bottled water, which is only 99 cents a bottle to pick up there. It's uh, called Just Water, which that is the cheapest it's priced. I priced it at um, getting it delivered from Walmart.com. And it was a case of it was twenty eight dollars. And the like, case was uh, what? was it twenty four? It was twenty four, so it was still yeah. overly expensive. I was like ninety nine cents once a week. I'll stop at Whole Foods and get five or six bottles. Like that's yeah, and if you get the case delivery, it's twenty four bucks for the case plus shipping. So right. So you're thirty like, okay. two dollars. Yeah. Very so, good. anyways, and I love their cookies by the pound. However, spending thirty dollars we, we've, we, we, we've had the conversation yeah. with people that. Went in and said, oh, I'm going to get some cookies for a party. And they pick up, you know, a bag of cookies and said, oh, I got a dozen cookies to take to this person's house. And they go to the checkout counter and it was $22. I'm like, what the <laughs> hell? Um, again, Anyways. it's not for everybody. Um, yeah. But, but I love their the beer. beer. I love their yeah. beer selection. Their beer selection is phenomenal. So full, pr- full pint. Full pint. North for sales. This Great is aged brew. in whiskey barrels. Rye whiskey barrels, yes. Is this an annual, so it's only out once a year, or is it out all year long? Uh, this is this is a uh, seasonal. It is a seasonal? It is a seasonal. Okay. Uh, it comes out once a year. I'm surprised they still had it. Actually, they still had Big Black Voodoo Daddy from Voodoo Bourbon. Yeah! Which oh is my God. Voodoo's uh, bourbon barrel aged stout, which is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had that up Voodoo. We had that at the brewery, which yeah, we was we had that at the brewery the day it came out actually. Yes. Um you can check out uh boldpgh.com yes, for totally. that art for that piece. Um the only thing I think that's it for the beer. But well, we're gonna talk um, a little bit more about beer here in the next 
segment or so. Um, but in the meantime, though, uh, where to eat this week? And what we're going to talk about where to eat is... You all know and have listened to our show that our our friends that have uh, the Harris Grill in Ellsworth Avenue in Shadyside also have the Shiloh Grill on Mount Washington on Shiloh Street. Um, they opened their third location uh, downtown, 4th Avenue. It's the former Tavern 245 on 4th Avenue. It's now Harris Grill um, on 4th. On <laughs> is is what they are listed under the Facebook locator and everything else. Um, we uh, stopped in after the Pens Parade. We um, did. I am in love with the artwork. The I artwork cannot is awesome. deal with the artwork. And it was cool set up. I mean, the downstairs bar obviously isn't being used. The, the downstairs um, bar, I think they said they're using during peak busy times. Yeah. But the only thing that I saw and after talking to our friends Leslie and Alex... Is that the upstairs, the main dining room and the main bar area is completely different than what it used to look like. Oh, yeah. Completely. And we saw it. It looks completely and, uh, redone. We were in there when it was 245. We were in there just a couple days last Wednesday after the Pens Parade. Um, the upstairs deck, uh, the rooftop deck, they do not have the bar activated up there yet. They're working on that. But you can sit upstairs. I just feel bad for the servers that have to run up and down the steps. I don't. They get tipped. No offense. Uh, I have to run up and down steps every day. I also serve in bartending. I, I, I feel bad. I, 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 I feel tip bad. Really for well. It. So if we I tip, tip really well. I know but, if you're running up and down the steps, I'm gonna tip you really right. well. So don't worry. Uh, about also, it. I'm not the, that much of a. I, I, they they had the downstairs. They didn't have it uh, unlocked. So. I didn't get to see if they did any changes downstairs at the downstairs bar. I don't think so. I, the only change I do know that they did for the downstairs bar is that it used to be smoking when it was Tavern 245. It is now going to be non-smoking well, at the downstairs Well, it looked like they bar. moved the bar against the wall. Yeah, I'm not sure. I didn't really get to the see The bar used much. to be in the middle, and it was like a circular bar, and no, they moved no, it, it was, against it was, the it was, bar. No, it was, it, was it was an L. It was an L against the one wall. You really couldn't move that. the bar, but um, but uh, there is still smoking on the upstairs rooftop deck, um, but the downstairs bar they said is gonna be non-smoking, uh, where it used to be. The same great food that you expect from them from um, Harrison Shiloh from Harrison Shiloh is downtown now. So that I can has bacon cheeseburger is still awesome, and you the can have it for lunch. The mac and cheese. Is phenomenal, um, you know. The vegan chili is still there. It's mm-hmm. awesome. You're looking at the same menu that you have it at the Harrison Shady Side and at Shiloh on Mount Washington. It's just now downtown. Same owners, same great group of people. Uh, you may I, even recognize some of your favorite bartenders. You might and recognize servers. some of your favorite bartenders and servers. I know um, our, our a friend, few of our friends are a down. few of our friends that were at, at are jumping Sh- between all three. Are, actually, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're jumping between. All, they're jumping. One of our friends is jumping between all three. I know another gentleman who's downtown four nights a week and up on my wash one. I know another guy that's at Harris in Shady Side two, downtown two, and Shiloh one. Yeah. So yeah. So you'll see a lot of familiar. You'll faces. see a lot of familiar faces. You'll see some new faces. But go for the artwork. Whoever did the walls? I don't know are who did the wall. You know what? I wonder if they call. I I don't even want to say her name. I I, I recognize that artwork. 
um, because she used to be with the company and is still really good friends with everybody. But I don't want to say the artwork is exceptional. Unless and the interior work. I mean, we're talking leather boots. I mean, it was just gorgeous. I really, I'm excited. It it'll be a stop for dinner soon. Yes, definitely. We just stopped in for a beer after Penn's parade, which by Awesomeness. Amanda got to go to her first championship parade in Pittsburgh because you were out of town for how many years for the other ones. And last year yeah. you had to work to go. Yeah. So this year we were able to go. We and were. That thanks, was a good time. Thanks, Pens, for having it on a Wednesday. Yes. Um, so that was a great time. Amanda and I and another friend of ours went down, uh, got some good pictures. We, I videoed the whole thing and did Facebook Live on Bold. On, yes, on Bold's Facebook page. Yes. So did. check that out. I, I did the camera work, so if it's shoddy, it's my fault. Blame me. But um, no, that was a great time. Penn Spray was awesome. Um, thank you, Penn. another cup. We'll be seeing that around town a lot. We already, if you follow it on Twitter and Facebook to find out where the cup's popping up and then out, it's been around a lot already. And then we have where to be seen to be drinking this week. And I'm going to pick this one up. Uh, Rusty Gold Brewing. Uh, I believe they just opened up a week ago, two weeks ago. We got to come down and check you guys out because you're in uh, Maine, Cannonsburg, as far as I know. I yeah. think it's on 380, right? Um, um, yeah, let me pull up. I had their Facebook page up before I, I just got a text from about the studio. But, uh, so Amanda picked the Rusty Gold Brewing Company in Cannonsburg. 43 West Pike Street in downtown Cannonsburg. Yeah, downtown Cannonsburg. There it um, is. American restaurant or bar, a brewery. I mean, they just opened this week. They, um, they have opened to rave reviews their first week. So I'm looking forward to heading down there and giving them a shot. Of course, if they would love to send us up a growler, we will definitely try it on the air. Um, and anybody that would like to send us food, a growler. Yeah, if anybody would love to send us a growler, we will gladly talk about you on the air. So we have like, oh, shareables, pork rinds, $4, cheddar rancho, barbecue, sriracha, french fries, Cajun loaded and truffle fries. Wings six dollars a pound. Hmm. Not six dollars a serving, folks. That is six dollars a pound for wings. And depending on their size of the wings, that could be anywhere from a plain, hot, Cajun barbecue, honey, um, honey barbecue, and jalapeno. A pound of wings is usually about eight to ten wings. Yeah. Pork belly with Asian slaw. Um, Pork belly. Yep, pancakes with strawberries, hummus, chicken and waffles, RGB burger, which is an, a pretzel bun, bacon, chipotle, cheddar, and uh, fried provolone wheel. Wow, that sounds fucking yeah. amazing. Fried bologna, fried bologna sandwich with fried egg and garlic aioli. You'll like that, I won't. Oh, that sounds amazing. A flatbread, there's a breakfast flatbread with bacon and eggs and cheddar. Um, a rusty gold beer brat sandwich, pretzel bun, fried onions, roast red peppers, and fried pierogi. Yeah, I'm about that. Uh, BYO sandwich, 
beef burger, build your own sandwich, beef burger, turkey burger, veggie burger, grilled chicken, portobello, cheese, add cheese, bacon, and fried egg. Looks like for uh, dessert, they're, they're, uh, they're going to serve uh, Leona's ice cream sandwiches. They have an RGB sandwich, too, which is uh, red onion, green peppers, and you can add chicken to it. Um, wow. That food sounds freaking amazing. It does. Plus, they have beer. So. And plus, their own brewing on site. Is that a they, chicken and waffles picture? It is their chicken and waffles picture because they had Father's Day brunch. Oh, man. Chicken and waffles. Okay. Chicken and waffles is such an underrated dish, and the restaurant I currently work at now has a chicken and waffles dish, which is by far phenomenal. And a restaurant I worked at previously had a chicken and waffles dish, which was awesome. And do you know what makes a chicken and waffles dish? What? The syrup. Yeah. I agree. You know... So their hours are only Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So Saturday all day, Sunday 11 to 6, Friday is 4 to 12, and Thursday is 4 to 10 until I'm sure they ramp up. So just keep that in mind. Um, So Thursday through Sunday. Thursday through Sunday. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays for brewing. Yep. For the weekend. Well, a lot of, we know a lot of. They kicked their, they kicked it their first Week. We know a lot of the breweries that are closed Mondays and Tuesdays, so, you know. So, they had a little power outage on Thanks- on Thursday. Was, they opened late, but right that's all right. No, most of Cannonsburg was out of power on Father's Day. So. Uh, their brewery is adorable, though. I'm looking at pictures. How cute. I like it for saying cute. I'm sorry for saying cute, but. Um, I'm ready to go down and try them. They were packed their first week. So, uh, Rusty Gold Brewing, we're coming for you. And we suggest anybody who's listening, go try them this weekend. Awesome. And I think we're going to go on a break and hear from another uh, podcaster here on the River's Edge. They did leech people up until, yeah, like 1910 or so, I think. How do you know that? (laughs) (laughs) He's like till 1910 or so. Well, it's for me. I used to get girls till 1910 or so. (laughs) I used to have girls give me booty calls till 1910 or so. Hey, money bags. Tune into Funny Money at 7 a.m. Thursdays. Did you hear Tom? He said 7 a.m. Tune in. All right, and we are back. Sorry about that. I hope you enjoyed your break. Um, so what to do this weekend? It's, uh, like I said, this is like the time where you should be like exploring Exploring fun stuff. Everywhere. Indoors. There's a really great, um, we mentioned Andy Warhol in the beginning too. There's a really great film festival going on in the Andy Warhol right now. I'll have the scoop on that in the next few weeks, but it's going on through like October, but it's like... Andy Warhol and the Silver Screen or something like that. It's supposed to be really, really good. Awesome. So, anyways, we'll start off with the an act of God. So, this is the final show of the season for Pittsburgh Public Theater. They have one small show um, over the summer, which is um, the comedy troupe out of Chicago. Oh, yes. We're Second summer. Second city. Second city. Thank you. It's called the Summer Breakdown. Anyways... That one will be over the summer. Other than that, there won't be any other shows for Pittsburgh Public Theater. This is a um, 
This is the last show. It's running through the beginning of July. It is um, an act of God. Um, it is so, so to get the premise of this play, it's God is basically pissed off because the Ten Commandments were taken way too literally and he needs to make new ones. So what he does is he comes to us in the form of a young man who graduated from Point Park, by the way, named Marcus, um, to instill us the new Ten Commandments. And then at the end, tells us that he has a surprise and that he has met with Steve Jobs lately and designed the Universe 2.0. Hmm. Where nobody dies, bad things only happen to bad people, and good things only happen to good people. And that the world that was starting that night. So you got to go see this show. I didn't, but from what you just said right there, means that you need to have an open mind going to this show and not be offended by much. It wasn't as offensive as um, Book, Book of Mormon, Mormon <laughs> but it I could see how some parts were like, "What? What did he just say?" Like, and some of it was really funny. Like there was a couple who was obviously um, two males in the same relationship, and. Anytime he made a, a reference to, like, gays or anything, he would, like, look at them and he'd be like, do you get what I'm saying? Like, he was that kind of way. Where it, some people might be offended by that, but it was hilarious. And then they were, like, um, at one point he was, like, when he was explaining Universe 2.0, he was, like, except for you, Cheryl, I apologize, this is your last night on Earth. And, like, literally it was one of the old, and he pointed to, like, the oldest lady sitting in the second row. So, like, literally some points were, like, offensive, or you could be like, what the freak did he just say? And other parts you were like, oh, my goodness. But this role was made famous by people like Sean Hayes and the guy who plays Sheldon on A Big Bang Theory. So, like, and Sean Hayes from Will and Grace. Like, they debuted this play. Okay. They were the actors that debuted this play. And there's only three people on the show. So there's God, who's played by an actor, and then Michael and Gabriel, the archangels. Okay. And they're both played by two people. Um, Michael is typically reads from the Bible and does um, discusses. He's like he's like God's stage manager, basically. And Gabriel is supposed to run around with the microphone and ask questions, but he was like the one that was picked on. See, see whenever you tell me the archangels, I automatically think back to dogma and it was Loki and <laughs> yeah, um, I know the other one, I know, but not flacking about Damon's characters and dogma. I know. Um, I haven't watched dogma in forever. Oh my uh, gosh. We need, I, I have it on DVD and we have it on Netflix. So we should yeah, watch dogma. Definitely. If you want to talk about a good Pittsburgh film? There we go. So then we also have what it's summertime, so it means yoga in the square that so every Sunday, fun, right? Every Sunday. So there's a and there's a couple Wednesday nights going on too. So you can check it out on Facebook. There's a couple Wednesday night ones. Um, now this interests me. What's the Saturday night market? So visit Pittsburgh and the um, Pittsburgh Downtown Partnership has started a night market on Saturday nights. So it has been going on a market square this weekend. It will be in um, the uh, PPG Plaza area where the fountain is. Okay. So it's different artisans, and they all get booths. Um, we have a friend down there, uh, a friend of the show. Uh, her booth is down there. St. Clair uh, Jewelry is down there. So we um, 
totally think this is cool because it's something different. I mean, yes, you have the farmer's market on which, by the Thursday way, afternoon is Thursdays, still. which is awesome. Yeah, which, by the way, we have a complete list on our website right now of all the farmer markets in the area. Thank you, Amanda Cooney. Um, she wrote a fantastic piece and did a great little PDF, like a little drawing that you can save to your phone so that you know when each night mark when each farmer's market is in your neighborhood. So Anyways, when so. I happen to be down there though for the farmer's market. I found a new distillery that had a booth down there that we yeah. need to go check out. And Swickly. Yeah. Well, tomorrow, if you stay tuned, well, it'll be before you guys hear this. Um, I'm going to check out Pittsburgh Libations finally opened. Yes. They did so open today, to actually. Um, yeah. Um, on Monday here. And so. we might actually have a strip day on Wednesday. So we're definitely, if I'm we do the go. I'm strip tomorrow for Small Mom and Galley, So I think I might hop over You're going to pop over early? Hi. Maybe. Uh, I, why do I always have to wait for you for everything? I know. I don't really. I wait for you for most things. There's a few things Not I always. Got. There's a. There's a few things I stop into early before you get there. You're right. But. So, I don't need you. Always. I want my hand. I promise I won't buy anything. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe. Maybe. If you <laughs> buy something, it better be uh, underneath lock, stock, and barrel. What do you mean by that? Lock, stock, and barrel. Go ask Christian about lock, stock, and barrel. And okay. See what he hands you. Okay. All right. Anyways. That's what I want. <laughs> oh boy, that's like a $95 bottle of alcohol probably. No, it's probably about 60 but okay. anyway. Alright, that's too much. So what we have also this Saturday this coming up, Kaiju Big Battle. Battle. So it's another multiple choice from the Cultural District. You basically, you get a food truck, you get a party, you get a show, um, or you can do all of it no. for your ticket price. Didn't we partake in building part of this? We did. So during the um, Shitface Shakespeare, they were building... The city for the uh, wrestling match. Which is a lot of cardboard. Uh-huh. And then also that the party part of this is going to be go-kart racing. I'm sad I got to work. That I'm like sad fun. I have to work. I, I, I literally am still working on to do, uh, to try to figure out my schedule for this weekend. So, anyways, stay tuned for that. Um, Friday night, though, we will be at this. We will be at so, this. Woo-hoo. Get on our Instagram, Bold Pittsburgh on Instagram, because we will be Instagramming live from a, this. We, we might do a Facebook Live, We'll too. probably do Facebook Live. So do Facebook Live and check out our Instagram, because we will probably be doing both. Um, from Tar and Feather at Wiggle Whiskey. Now, is so this at the Barrel House, or is this at the This distillery? is at the Barrel House. So I've never been to the Barrel House. So this will be my first time at the Barrel House. I've been once. I'm also wanting to see their new robot that they installed, um, the Hop Robot. So I'm really looking forward to that. And their tar and feather is really a lot of fun. It's basically um, people around Pittsburgh tar and feather somebody the best they can out of a costume. And then the attendees vote on it. You know what this is going to so, be? So I like it. So <laughs> a lot, and there's food and music. So and Amanda, ha- I'm off that day. I made sure I was off that night. Amanda's gonna work till about five. I think this might be a tea trip, and take the bus across the river or walk across the river, and then we'll Uber home because where the barrel house is, we could stop in Penn and have a beer on the on the beer garden on the way. 
Yeah, this might be this will probably be this will be an Uber, Uber night. night home. No, definitely be a Lyft night home. I could I gotta stop saying Uber because we don't partake in them, but right. it will definitely be a Lyft night home. Um, also this weekend, speaking of Pembury, Sunday, King of the Wing, King of the Wing, the Wing cook off, the best wings in the city. There's lots. Of, I may lots make an of appearance people. of this. I may make an appearance at this because I'm telling you right now, who loves wings? I do. <laughs> Um, Who doesn't love wings? <laughs> a lot of people, but I love wings, so I'm very much looking forward to this. Uh, do you have a list of who's going to be there? Is it list? No, it doesn't even list. There is so much going to be there. Um, that's not a link. <laughs> You're like tapping on stuff that's not a link. <laughs> um, I got a link. It's just loading. So you can check out kingofthewingpgh.com. It is at Penn Brewery on Sunday. So general mission um, is it's only twenty nine dollars. Twenty nine dollars. All you can eat wings, two hour session, three to five live music and entertainment. VIP, you get an hour early. All you can eat wings, three hour session, two to five. Uh, first access to the wings and live entertainment. Uh, participating is Big Shot Bob's out of Avalon, Harris Grill, uh, which we just talked about. This is either Shady Side location, Fireside Public House. BBT Tavern, Southside, Birmingham Bridge Tavern, not to be confused with the um, Bloomfield Bridge Tavern. Caliente Draft House, Archie's out of Southside, Sidelines Bar and Grill in Millville. Which we love Sidelines. Which we like Sidelines. And uh, let's see, uh, Breakneck Tavern out of Mars, Pig Iron and Cranberry, Pints on Penn in Lawrenceville, Knox Tavern and Grill in Blonox, Mario's East Side Saloon out of Shadyside, Quick It. Chicken out of Northside, Rogue Barbecue from West Mifflin, Sunny Jim's Tavern in Emsworth, <laughs> which is like our high school reunion, uh, The Bulldog out of Morningside, Firehouse Lounge in Ambridge, Stacked Burgers and Beer in Pittsburgh, and more to be announced. Competition is going to be based on traditional, dry rub, barbecue, and exotic. Overall judging... Uh, that's two to four categories. Traditional. We already went through all those. And first, second, choice. third place winners, and there's people's choice. So, yeah. So, woo, get there. So, 2016 winners was uh, out of the Buffalo category was um, Sidelines Bar and Grill. Second place was Birmingham Bridge Tavern. Third place was Harris Grill. Dry Rub was Rogue Barbecue. Second place was Pittsburgh Smokehouse. Third place was Big Shot Bob's. Uh, in the barbecue category was Mario's East Side, uh, Sunny Jim's, and Fatheads in that order. An exotic category was Knox's Tavern, Gaucho Perilla Argentina, and Fatheads. And that was in the uh, exotic category. And then the People's Choice Awards were best wing people's choice was big shot bobs and then black magic and then best overall wings were wexford alehouse which wow that was 2000 and wexford alehouse you haven't been um but i have been i haven't been for a couple years their beer selection's awesome so we way. will. So I might be making a little stop out there yes you can make for a stop 29 bucks i can Deals with some wings. For Twenty nine bucks. All you can eat wings and some good beer. I'm I'm down for that. I may make a little trip out there on Sunday while you're at work. Sorry. You, yeah, that's okay. 
Make some phone calls. See if we can get it cheaper. But you anyway. Get, you get in for good. You, you know, uh, there are many weekends I work and you get to go do stuff. So it's about time I go do stuff. So. Right. There you go. I'm working and you're off. All nice. right. So that's it for events for this weekend. Now, we're going to take a short break in here from another podcaster here at the River's Edge. But we want to remind you that this is the point where you usher the children out of the room. Tell your boss that you need to take a meeting. Or you just put on simply your headphones because this is the part that is not safe from work. Not safe for work. This is going to be he said, she said after the break. Hey, this is Matt Geica, the host of your alternative sports talk program on the River's Edge. It's called Geik's Got Game, and it's every Friday at 7 a.m. I'll give you a peek behind the sports media curtain, zoom out for the big picture, and always obsess over the details of the games teams and players we love or love to hate that's geik's got game every friday at seven on the river's edge okay folks and we're back and it is time for he said she said this is the part in our podcast where we talk about relationships yes that ever nagging thing that wakes up with us in the morning and follows us to bed at night Mostly you. Yes. <laughs> I do follow now you. Now he's texting in the middle of our podcast. I'm sorry. I'm going to throw your phone. No, I swear to God. Don't throw my phone. My son's actually <laughs> wanting to go play golf with me. <laughs> all right. All right. I know. We're trying to make plans for this week. Anyway, as I'm thinking about King of the Wing and yoga on the square and everything else and going to the zoo this week and you're talking about going to play golf. You have a very boring life. I'm sorry. You're going to Tarn Feather with me. I'm yeah, I'm going to Tarn Feather with you. Okay, so we each got to pick something this week for he said, she said, which is very rare. It's usually like, oh, I'm too busy, so you do the notes, or you're too busy, so I do the notes. But I think we each got an input this time, which is funny because I picked the dirty, raunchy sex thing, and you picked the um, relationship thing. So who wears the skirt in this relationship, folks? I do. Steve does. And every man knows they always wear the skirt in a relationship. That the woman's really the boss. You know, Whoa, I don't know about that with her. Every relationship. Well, not every relationship, but for the most part, the woman really dictates, Where's the pants? dictates, Where's the pants? dictates okay. what's going on. Yeah. Um, so I picked taking one for the team, and you had to add in there, compromise or give up. So what I mean by that is like, you know, we're both hungry. We're driving down the street. Like, I'm hungry. You're hungry. We just need something small real quick just to get a bite. I say, hey, let's stop at Wendy's. You're like, hey, let's stop at Chick-fil-A. I really like Wendy's. You really like Chick-fil-A. I'm like, all right, fine. We'll stop at Chick-fil-A. So that's where I'm like, to save an argument or or a dissertation, and we drive past both of them. Multiple times. Multiple times. That we just say, fine, go to Chick-fil-A. You know, Chick-fil-A's fine. I can find something to eat. You know, or it comes down to, you know, it's Friday night, and we're like, hey, we're both off on a Friday night. How's that happen? Where do you want to go eat? And I'm like, babe, what would you like to do? You tell me what you want to do. 
Which I hate that question. I know, because... It bounces back to me being like, I don't care, you pick something. Yeah, and then it's an hour and half... And I feel like that's common in all relationships. But it's an hour and a half back and forth of, while well, you're getting ready and I'm getting ready of, oh, where are we going to go? Where are we going to go? We're like, oh, well, we'll talk about it on the way down. And we get on the team. We're like, oh, let's go to here, let's go to there. And we end up going to multiple places. Like, we'll go to one place for dinner and we'll go to another place for drinks. You know, so that's called a compromise. That though. is a like, compromise. I'll say, like, okay, let's go have dinner at Poros, but let's go have drinks afterwards at Butcher and the Rye. Like, that's a full compromise right, right there. That's not a give up. Like, right. that's like a no, I would rather have drinks at Butcher and the Rye than the food because I feel the food is the same as all three restaurants. So I'm like, well, it's the same as meat and potatoes, yeah. but it's not uh, meat and potatoes. It's so not the like, same as pork anyways, and beans, but anyway. So. I get that that's a compromise. I more think of it as this. Uh, you're like a five-year-old, so I pick my battles. Well, I, have uh, raised a, I have a boy. I have a son. And when you come to raising a son, it is like choosing your battles. Do you really want to have an argument about the mud on their sneakers, or would you rather them just let them be a boy? Right. So I don't feel like having an argument with you about Wendy's. I don't feel like having an argument about See, and I, I also am at that point where, like, I'm an only child. So I have... <laughs> so that means what you want. You knows. know, you know, I have <laughs> don't my... Don't lie. No. No. I get upset, yes, about hearing the word no at times. Like, all of it. You've gotten but better. I've gotten better. But, like, growing up with my mom and dad, I, I kind of take my dad's side on this. And, and my aunt will tell you that my dad... Is well, like whatever you want. It's good, fine. We'll do it. You want to go here? We'll go there. You know, I'll always find something. When it comes to a restaurant that you and I are going back and forth on, I'll always find something to eat. I'm not gonna go hungry. Mm-hmm. You know, but when it comes down to, you know, we have the option on a Sunday. You know, do we go to the Steeler game, or do we go to a friend's house for a Steeler game? And I'm always the one that's like, we're going to steal a game. We're going to, we're going to the game. We're not going to our friend's house for the game. And then there's a lot of times where I'm like, you know what? We'll just go to our friend's house for the game and this, that, and the other thing. Where I really want to go to the game, and we do have the money to go to the game, but I don't want to argue about it or, or, or whatever else. And, and you know what? You're right. We probably shouldn't go to the game. We'll save the hundred and fifty bucks. Hundred and fifty. An average Steelers game for us is upwards to three hundred dollars by the time we're done with dinner and beer. Well and the tickets. Well Don't even. Right. The only time it's ever been less than that was the time we got Lexus Club because they included the food. Yeah. But <laughs> uh, yeah, but I mean you know, tickets for the game, I mean Tickets for the game are a hundred and a half right there. So you're right. By the time you have food, a couple beers, tailgate, whatever That's why else, it's never like, yeah. for it's, us to go to a game, it's never a hundred dollars or fifty dollars yeah. for, you know, the Pirates tickets. It's always like two hundred dollars because we have drinks beforehand, drinks during, food during, drinks after, dinner after, yeah. whatever. But you know, it, it's when we have the, when we have We the are money, the couple that officially blew $1,000 in one night in the city. We totally did. We never, <laughs> I've written that blog post, I blew $1,000 in one night in the city. Um, and no, I was not at the casino. Nope. And people ask me all the time how I did it. 
Um, I will tell you that I didn't <laughs> shell out the full $1,000 for the night. Um, that includes concert tickets to Stage a It also included a hotel room at the Hyatt right there. The Hyatt hotel room alone was two fifty. For the night, I think it was. I think it was two one seventy five. One seventy five. One seventy five. Tickets were um, twenty five bucks a piece. So that was another fifty. Um, so that alone was three hundred dollars. Now the rest, the rest was the rest four hundred dollars. Oh well, yeah, because you know whenever the whenever the uh, <laughs> the it, bottle of wine we had in the hotel room was a thirty dollar bottle of wine. You know, but the dinner bottle was four hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. The bottle of wine we had at the dinner at, was. Was at whatever. Rivertown afterwards was another yeah. hundred and fifty. I mean, we're top, and I spent another hundred dollars at the actual concert on swag. So I mean, oh, and that doesn't include the uh, ten dollar Captain and Cokes we were drinking. That uh, fortunately, I knew the bartender, and yeah. So I mean, they were I will like a half a bottle of Captain in each Captain and Coke. But that we were very trashed, which is why I got the hotel room. Yeah, because we knew we were going to be. Um, I did not want to drive home. I did not want to, at the time, Lyft was not in this area. Yeah, that was before Lyft and Uber uh, were around. So I was, like, I was like, well, I'm just going to drive downtown. But, I'll get a hotel room and I'll stay downtown all night. Yeah, but to compromise or give up, what I'm saying is like, you know, even with you and me going as a couple with other couples mm-hmm. and, the and you know, the couple's like, oh, we should really, really go here. I hear it's awesome, da, da, da. And the other couple's like, oh, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. What do you guys think? And you and I are the ones like, well, we've either A, already been there, or B, it doesn't matter to us if we go there or not. We would prefer to go somewhere else. But like, hey, you guys haven't been there. Let's go. You know? um, So when you're going out with friends, you always also have that give up or compromise. Because when you're out with friends, you don't want to start an argument either. To be like, I really don't want to go to Butcher and Rye. I've been there so many times. It's okay. I love their drinks. It's awesome. It's a good and time. And the last time they wouldn't let me in. And the last time they wouldn't let you in because they were... They had too many people at the bar. Too many people at the bar. But anyway. Which I think you, is bullcrap. You know, but um, but friends of ours are like have never been there. Like, oh, we want to go. We're here. Let's go. And we're like, all right, yeah, well, fine. We'll go. You know? Um, yeah. It's... it's there's there's give and take in every relationship and there's compromise in every relationship. But I feel that me personally and, and Amanda hates this, where I'm like, sure, whatever you want to do. What do you want to do, babe? What do you cause I'm the one that's like I, I go based off how are you that day? Who pissed you off at work? What's your feeling like? How hungry nine, are you? Nine times out of ten. How much money no, do we I'll have to say, spend? I'll say like I'm a good person at, like, 40% of the time. I'm like, this is where I want to go. Let me go to open table right now and book it and be, like, done and we're at the door. Or I already have an event that's, like, thumbtacked on Facebook. Or I have something that we already have tickets to. Like, that's one of the advantages is that we are in a business to where it's, like, once or twice a week I get here. Come to our restaurant or here's tickets or here's this or here's that. And I'm like... Well, guess what? We don't have to worry about our date this weekend because we are going to an event, um, which is great. But like at the same time, I'm like, I feel like sometimes we don't get to do what you want to do 
Because I'm like, hey, babe, guess what? We got tickets to the theater. Hey, babe, guess what? We got tickets but to, also, like, Candy World. But also, like, Amanda knows what I want to do is to, like, sit in a smoky little dive bar. That's and which dark, I hate. I dark hate and dingy. that so bad. And I just, want, I just want, like, I one day to it. just, like, hide in a corner and that. play a jukebox and drink some cheap You're beer. You're such a waste of life. And... It's a waste you know, of life. You have so much to live for. <laughs> you have one life. Why waste an entire day in they, oblivion? Drunken oblivion. Because day drinking is awesome, but when I get to sit in a smoky I get that, but there's a difference between jukebox, There's a difference between day drinking and... Getting shmammered by and noon. getting shmammered by noon. There is a difference in between day drinking and like doing like we had that great day in Lawrenceville. Oh yeah, we, did, we drank we, around all day. We, we drank around all day. We had like we food. had roundabout. We had food. We yeah. had this. We had that. We putzed around the entire town. Like, but we stopped like everywhere and had like a drink or had food or something else. That's fine. I drank all day. We started drinking at like noon and we didn't stop until like 10 o'clock at night, but I paced it so that neither right. one of us were drunk. It's not like I went in with like $100 and sat down at the bar and handed a bartender a $100 bill and said, here's, stop 20, when I'm here's 20 for your tip. Either cut me off and send me home or when I'm out, let me know. Yeah. Like, which I've done that and recently I've done it one time. And that was when I say recently, within the last six months. But uh, time for compromise and give up. Like I, I sometimes feel where I just like, sure, babe, whatever. I give up. But again, like you said, with what we're doing here with Bold Pittsburgh, we get a lot of invites to a lot of stuff, and some of it suits you, most of it suits you, some of it suits me. And we just go and, you know, it, it usually ends up being a really good time. And uh, we just make the best of it for both of us. But we still argue on, is it Wendy's or Fiori's on the way home? <laughs> <laughs> we do sometimes argue about that. I will give you that. Um, I do, however... All right. So, compromise... If you want to avoid a fight, definitely. Yes, or big, or just be the bigger person. Be like, whatever you want to do, babe. But also, that backfires in your face a lot. It really does. Where 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 Amanda's like, babe, just tell me where you want to go. Just tell me what you want to eat. Just just make a decision. Yeah. She's like, I don't want to make it. Just make the decision. But then be careful because you can make the wrong one, which <laughs> sometimes is not good either. All right, so. My topic. How to entice her naughty sex. So I read this article today. I read a lot of articles about sex today, which was hilarious because I always do something. And and Um, I haven't watched porn in over a week. A week? I thought longer than that. Now I'm let down. I thought I was doing. I said over a week. I said over a week. Now I have to think about when the last time I actually watched porn was. I felt like I was doing my womanly duty and you haven't watched it in, like, months. Anyways, well, that was one I know the last time I watched porn was when we got the new internet hooked up and it's super fast and I just want to see how fast it is we go. Oh, Jesus Christ. So I know for sure that was on Well, speaking of which, there was a great article in Maxim. This is not what I was talking about, about naughty side women. 
But if you love watching porn more than sex with a woman, you're a different sexual orientation called pornosexuality. Is basically huh. the sexual orientation of a person who prefers to watch porn instead of have sex. Simply put, just like a heterosexual person prefers the opposite sex, or how homosexuals are into the same sex, pornosexuals are sexually attracted to porn. So I thought that was interesting. Need not apply to anybody here. Correct. <laughs> so this is how to get a girl naughty. So this is by Bayside Journal. Um, how to wake up her naughtiness. So this is one of the... Uh, this article jumped out of me. I had another article, too, that I read of 10 things men do before they have sex, which was hilarious, which included pooping. Don't. I make sure I get that in the middle, in the morning. In the middle of it? Well, that was what their point was, was like, if she's jumping down on top of you and you all of a sudden have to shit and you pause sex for that, that's a downer. She's going to yeah, That's a big downer. All right. So first things first, your sexual anxiety. If you want a girl to be comfortable having sex with you, be it normal circumstance or online and long-distance relationships, you have to be comfortable with your sexuality first. Um, most guys think that sex is something dirty. Yeah. I thought the other way around. Um, so... Okay, so first, wake up her sexual thing. <sighs> You're stumbling over here. I am, You're because okay? this is starting to flush me a little. The issue with sexual anxiety is a very important issue to be discussed, but I don't have enough space in this article to get much to deal with. That's why I'm going to give you just one great suggestion. Figure out what you are currently, what your current beliefs are about sex. So... If you're outgoing about sex and I'm timid about sex, guess what's not going to happen in the bedroom? BDSM. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much the lights will be out and there will be covers involved because I won't want to do anything risque. And then it says to identify the negativity side of it so that you can overcome it. Um, replace these beliefs with positive ones. And then um, then you have to get her... So that's the guy side. That's what you have to do. So you have to get over those stumbling blocks of what is negative for you about sex. First. So you have to, take, you have to own yourself. Okay. Then the second thing is getting her comfortable with her sexuality. So how do you get her to be comfortable? I'm I'm assuming um, tying her up and... Yeah, getting her drunk and tying her up and saying, surprise, you're going to like this, isn't the way to go. Isn't the way to go? No, probably not. Um, or saying, oops, I slipped wrong hole. No, uh, that doesn't. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, no, that doesn't no, work. No, that doesn't no. work. And y'all know no. that doesn't work. No. Um... So, she needs to know that you are comfortable about it. 
let her know that you think sex is a natural part of relationship. See, now this made it like sound like, oh, let's have like a mediator and have like a psychic uh, or a psychiatrist talk about this with us. No, you just need to be open with your partner. Be like, hey, this is a point to me. What what would you want to be into? Would you like being spanked with a leather belt? Yes or no? But here it touches on the most important part. She needs to trust you. Yes. None of that naughtiness is going to happen unless there's trust. Correct. Trust and sincerity. That's what they it goes into next is being sincere. Um, like when I spank you with a leather belt, oh, I Jesus know to Christ. like rub it out. Like spank, rub, spank, rub. Why do you have to say me? Why can't you just say in general women? You're sitting next to me and I've spanked you with a leather belt. Now you just made it... A- <laughs> But hey. This is the only downside to this part of the podcast is he likes to reveal things about me instead of himself. Which I've also been spanked with a <laughs> She, oh, and this brings up a great part. So she needs to trust you. You need to be sincere. But also, this is the best part. She needs to be willing to satisfy you. So here's the biggest thing, and I've always said this about sex, is that it's not just about me getting off. It's, I want to see it on your face. Right. Like, even if it's one of those situations where we're not having sex, but I'm having a full sexual experience with you, and there won't be any sex involved. There will just be oral satisfaction or whatever, um, because neither one of us or both of us is inebriated, anything like that. Um, I need to know that you're enjoying it either that night by the way you're acting or the next morning when you're like, oh, last night was amazing. Right. Like that to me is way better than you sitting there giving me 25 orgasms in a night. It is. It's, it's me watching you get happy and get excited. And honestly, women, I'm going to be straight up honest with you that First time you pull out a pair of fuzzy handcuffs and your man's face all of a sudden gets that look, you're going to get happy. You're going to be like, oh. But why oh. are they going to be fuzzy? Why can't they just be raw metal? I mean, well, I, I was trying to be nice because ladies, I'm sorry, if you don't aren't used to handcuffs the first time, get a fuzzy pair. Because you're going to be like, ow, that hurts. Um, You have to get used to it. But honestly, like... I remember the first time that we were, we, I always tell the joke, it's a funny story, it would never ever go out of my brain about our first pair of handcuffs, because it was a joke, it was a joke. We bought one of those surprise bags At Adam and from Eve. Adam and Eve, you On paid like road. $80, you got a brown paper bag, and in it was $150 worth of stuff. There was toys, there was like lube, there was all this stuff, and we did it as a joke just thinking like oh what's gonna be like the worst thing in there like I was like this is kind of cool like 80 bucks I'll do it it was a couple's one so it was like a bigger bag we paid more money for it and literally like the manager was standing right there and she's like I want you to open it in front of us and I was like okay I thought it was something funny so you opened it and you went babe and I heard it and I heard them like clank together and I was like oh god He got a pair of metal handcuffs. And the look on your face 
was this moment of like, oh, thank God. Like, oh, thank God. I can finally, like, try something fun and see what she's going to do about it. And it was like a turning point in our relationship at that point. Because I was like, oh, my. Like, I had never experienced anything like that. And how was it going to go? And I think at that point, like, seeing that look on your face, though, you were like, yeah. Well, so to this day, and with our new bedroom set, there still is a belt that is looped around the headboard. <laughs> that now the, you're giving away secrets That, that the handcuffs loop through <laughs> the belt for whichever one of us gets <laughs> locked down that night. If that happens, yeah. Now you're giving away more secrets. And honestly, like guys, it builds up to that. If you have a lady and you're in a long-term relationship, like you have to understand, we've been together for a while now. If you are in a long, committed relationship and there's trust and sincerity and you get her to go to that stage, yes, she'll be fine with you leaving a pair of handcuffs always attached to the bed or having those straps. Like we go, they sell them at Adam and Eve, they sell them at Sassy Sensations, all those, that there is an actual set that yes, there, there are four ropes that come, like they're not really ropes, but they're like a softer uh, fabric. Yes. But there's four of them that come out from each end of the bed. So at the four corners of the bed, but what it does is it lays underneath your mattress so that like a rope comes out for each arm and then a rope comes out for each leg. And if you find yourself in a committed relationship, that type of thing is okay. I always go back to um, the episode of Sex in the City when Samantha was dating a guy and they went back to his place, and all of a sudden he's like, you know what I like? And he opened the closet, and there was, like, a swing and, like, 20 flogs. And the guy was, like, in, like, and he's like, I'll be right back. And she, like, had no idea what to do, but yet he comes back in, like, a leather gimp outfit. And she's like, uh, 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 and she's like, oh, this well, is bad. Like, that that's, you got to work up to that. It, it, that. Definitely is true, and it comes out that you know uh, those book series, that Fifty Shades of Grey series, that turned the tables that, that, on that, that whole did situation. Turned the tables in the last few years that women are like, "Oh wait, no, I do like that," or "Oh wait, no, that's possible." And so it, it really but there's wasn't still an but, argument always, but and it, that's another discussion. But it is, wasn't talked is, about it, and yeah. so forth mm-hmm. until that book series came out, and now the movies. Um, but it's still also to uh, the point where there's been conversations after those movies came out and after those books came out of what is sexual abuse? Is it abuse what was going on in those or was it consensual? Um, she was in a very unique situation in those movies in that book where he wanted that type of lifestyle right away. No, 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 That really can't happen in real life. I'm sorry, but if I had, if, if I had met you and you'd been like, I have a red room of pleasure, I'd be like, you ain't get me in that fucking place for a year. Like, straight up, I need some trust, I need some serious relationship, because, like, this day and age, how do I know you don't have a computer in there, and the next thing I know is I'm on some porn site in the first month because you think it would be funny. Like, right. truthfully... Like, I would never. Like, I'd be like, no, we have to have some standards. Shit, and, I still worry about using the computer the while point. you're at work. And I'm, I'm just at home looking on the internet. I still worry about using the computer while you're at work, figuring that you have the laptop hooked up to some shit. And you're watching me 
play on the laptop and whatever else I'm no, doing. No, I didn't set that up. Don't worry. <laughs> um, but I also get back to the fact of, like, you know, not only that, but there's that trust thing, like, and you have to have that discussion beforehand. There has to be things like safe words. There has to be things like um, uh, what's allowed, what's not allowed. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there will be no, like, <laughs> multiple points of entry. Like, things like that you need to, like, discuss. There's hard limits, soft limits. There's code words. There's likes, dislikes. There's if if you see me grimace, stop. Like, you know, if I use a safe word, you better get the F off me or else I'm going to buck you like a bronco. Like... It's like if my dick goes limp, hey, something's wrong here. Yeah. You know, I'm like, if your nipple goes limp, there's something wrong here. Yeah. You so know? there's definitely like that you have to have that conversation before she or he gets naughty um, or initiate that. And I say he or she because it's been, the tables have been turned with Fifty Shades of Grey where a lot of women came home with like, you know, whips and handcuffs and leather and and like cats and eye tails and stuff and the guys were like what the fuck is going on she wouldn't even have sex with the lights on last week and like now all of a sudden she wants to like wear lingerie and timing up like it's it's a totally different thing now so honestly have that conversation first get some trust and sincerity if you want to venture into the naughty world Get some education first. I tell this to to everybody. Um, do some research. Do some hard yeah, research. Do some research. Check it because out. Because there's Ta- so you, much. You, you know need what the to best learn. research is? What? Talk to your partner. Talk to your partner. Not That's only the best that, research. Um, Adam and Eve used to do. I don't know if they still do it. They, they did, did classes. classes. They did classes on like low jobs and sexuality and things like that. Um. Fifty Shades of Grey is not a place, is not considered education because you need to learn things about like lubrication and things like that. Because I will tell you right now that there are two types of lubrication. There is a water-based one and a silicone-based one. And if you use the wrong one, it will eat and it will, it could eat a toy. It could also burn you. So you have to be careful with that. So there's a whole lot of education. If you feel that you cannot find the correct information, I implore you to go to places like Adam and Eve and Sassy Sensations. They are all trained to tell you what will help you. It's not just a CD porn store. Yeah, it's not. Those are very high-end, classy. Especially the Adam and Eve's. Especially Adam and Eve's and Sassy Sensations. They're both higher end, classy. I want to go in the Adult Mart and ask him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Adult Mart Midnight um, Road is not the one. I would definitely to. go into somewhere as like Adam and Eve on McKnight and ask these questions like, "What is a water based lubricant? What is a silicone based lubricant? What?" Um, they have a whole room that is like the naughty room where it's all like swings and ties and. Things like um, how to correctly use bondage tape, how to use all these types of things. They can teach you. Bondage tape um, Yeah, by the way, if you are looking for something that's not so metallic and hurtful, learn about bondage tape. It's a little bit, um, imagine duct tape without the stickiness. But it sticks to itself. It sticks to itself. So, yeah. 
So you can do things like wrap a person up in it or wrap up a set of arms, but it's not painful. And the person can still get out of it. If yes. Oh, yeah. A few wiggles and you're out of it. So yeah. if you need so to. So if, if you get freaked out, you can just pop yourself yeah. out. So the training is also, too, is you want to make sure that you're safe with your partner. Obviously, we've all seen the movies where a dude gets handcuffed to a wall and left there for later. Yeah. That always reminds It's like the Facebook meme I always see that says, and my wife said she wanted, you know, she said, tie me up and tie me up and do whatever you want. And the guy said, so I went fishing, <laughs> you know, or I went golfing or whatever. Yeah. We've all seen those memes. And you know what? Any event that your wife says at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, tie me up and do whatever you want. Do whatever she wants. Really. <laughs> um, and I will also tell you, the first time that you do any of this, shut off the television. Um, shut off the radio. Don't let there be any noise. Distractions. Just you guys so you can focus because let me tell you the hardest part is to try to do some of those things when the tv's on or the radio's on and you're distracted and you're thinking about like what just came i mean on the unless news you're trying to like, set the mood with an album yeah, and it's a straight yeah. album playing through not like jumping stations a straight album playing through but yeah no um, shut it all off concentrate on what you're doing and think like Make moves and relax. Oh, and relaxing is the biggest thing. And I will tell you right now, ladies, if you need to have wine with this, do it. Because mm. um, I will tell you that don't be drunk. Don't be stupid. But get it to where you're relaxed. Um, guys, you need that too. You guys need to not be drunk and shammeredness, but you need to be relaxed because it will make the process go a little bit smoother. Um now we revealed way too much about our relationship again. I yeah. hate these times. Well, you picked this topic, not me. I and picked you the always one go, about and we and I and this. The problem no. is, is that I've had education. I've I've been in thirty different relationships in thirty years. So honestly, like and most of those were between age twenty and age forty. So no. Mm. Those were the two longest relationships yeah. were between two, 20 and 40, so um, most of them are in high school. But I will tell you that I've, I've learned a lot, um, and I hate to reveal things about myself, but... Uh, you know what? Sometimes I think this podcast is better than a, is way cheaper than a therapist. I still <laughs> think you need therapy. Oh, Psychosomatic ass. Yes, I <laughs> And we are 15 minutes over. Too. We are 15 minutes over. All right, over so week. we're going to wrap this up. Thank you guys for tuning in again this week for Bold Nights Out. Um, we will let you know what's happening with River's Edge as soon as we hear anything. We did just hear back from um, the owner, uh, Sarah. Um, one of the owners, Sarah. One yes. of the owners, Sarah. Uh, Brian's producer, Sarah, is like marketing and owning. And um, she said that they're testing the equipment. They will not be able to work in the studio again, so they will have a new place to work out of temporarily. Um, so our day off Wednesday that we're supposed to have fun in the city might get moved into moving equipment around. I don't know. <laughs> so we're going to see how it goes. Um, we'll keep you in the know. And 
keep an eye out to our Facebook page for any news about that. Okay, guys, thank you, and have a great weekend. Tell us what you did, by the way. Send us some pictures. Send us some emails. Tweet at us anything you're out in the city and doing. We would love to hear it. If there's something that we need to drink or something that we need to eat, you need to tell us about it. And also, if you own a brewery or restaurant that we need to try your brews or try your food, come invite us. We'll come down and check it out. Definitely. All right. Thank you, guys. Have a great weekend. Thanks for tuning in to us. Check us out at BoldPGH on Twitter, Bold Pittsburgh on Facebook and Instagram, and always at BoldPGH.com. Listen to us always at TheRiversEdgePGH.com or every Wednesday at 9 a.m. at the Rivers Edge Radio Station. Have a great weekend. Thank you.